What up? What up? What up? Welcome back to the Boxing Scorecard, where I ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation, simply your opinion. And we especially, especially needed it this past Saturday. Um, Haney versus Loma 2. The decision in part 2. Part 1... Um, is on my YouTube channel. Had a few technical di difficulties. So now we're here back on Talk and Fight YouTube Boxing YouTube channel out there. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. The reason why I throw on this is because uh, obviously every, every single boxing show out there is the decision. Um, a lot of people were okay with the decision and also that were not okay with the decision um but one thing one void that i needed to fill um and that, that i don't see any other boxing about which is why you need to subscribe to talk and fight because this is the only place where you're going to find information is specifically talking about the numbers for not the pay-per-view numbers but the actual punch stat numbers for for this uh, uh, undisputed championship match between Haney and Lomachenko, I, I hear every show talking about the fight. Very other scorecards. You know, it's it's mostly opinions that I'm that I'm hearing. Here is the reason why it is important to uh, to score art and impact of spike scoring is what I'm about to explain to you right now. Um, and, and you know, with that being said, you don't have to specifically score every single fight knowing the, the opponents. For example, if you're watching Deontay Wilder or, or Gervonta boxers are, that are known to, to finish off their fights and to not specifically not go the distance, you don't necessarily have to score those fights. It's really about predicting when it's going to happen. With uh, with those guys, whether it's um, but when you're facing two, two, when you're watching two high level boxers past past weekend, Devin Haney undefeated, Vasily Lomachenko, greatest amateur boxers ever, coming into the pro ranks, fastest fastest boxer to titles in multiple divisions is Lomachenko, and um, yeah, when he's facing each other. Those are the fights that are important to score. This is the reason why. These are little things that, that a lot of people don't think about. When you're when you're watching a full 12, it's about approximately 40 minutes long. You know, 12 times 3, 36 minutes. Between match in between the rounds. You know, you're watching the coaches, listening to what the coaches are giving the instructions. About 40 minutes. So the reason why that's important, I bring that up, is because because if the fight half of the fight for the first 20 minutes, if, if it's back and forth for the first, but then in the second half of the fight, one one of the boxers kind of pulls away with, with it. Your recent memory is going to be on the boxer that pulled away with it. That's just nat one of the, the most common thing that I hear from people that did not score the fight, that. Uh, that went for Lomachenko. Let me well. Let me just give you my score 
card. I, I scored it a draw as a one. But the most common thing for people that did not score the fight and are saying that Loma totally understand that because I scored it a draw, which means it could have went, you know, I was one round off. So if you, you had it for Lomachenko, I'm not mad. If you had it for Haney, I could definitely understand. But I just wanted to break down the, the, the specific numbers on why it's important. People were saying this, the sto- it was really the story of the fight that people were judging it off of. Because um, um, a lot of people were, were, were saying the, the first half of the and because Lomachenko was winning the later part of the fight, they felt that's not how you score the fight, man. And this is based off of who was winning near close to that you know just comparing to other sports it doesn't matter if, if if you know if you're down on points and the other team makes a run to catch up to you in the points that you scored not just because they went on a run close to the end for the match in any sport so that's including in boxing specifically for the first so the first six rounds i had it four two for haney the last six rounds i had it four two. now Let's get more deeper into the, into those rounds because the first half of the fight, those four to six rounds that I, I uh, four out of six rounds that I scored for Haney, those were, were very. The last half that was more for Lomachenko. Lomachenko's rounds were a little bit more clear, more detailed into the into the stats. Yes, yes. Thank you for pulling up my my. Um, Let's just go go through the picks first, because I'm gonna run through the run. T- when we get to the punch stats part, part, then we can pause it there. So, if we can get, to, let us get those up, please. So, but I'm gonna start with the total punches, is for both for both boxers and their percentages. Now, please please pay attention. So, total punches starting with Devin Haney first. He landed out of 405 for 27%. Landed 124 out of 564. So, so <laughs> the total number of, of, of punches shows that you see Haney landed more. Now, here's where, where the, the, the things people kind of get messed up. Actually threw 159 more punches this is where the thinking that Lomachenko was winning you know the, the the rounds that they felt that he won if they threw more but did not connect so out of throwing a hundred and almost six he actually only connected on 14 more than Devin Haney deeper than that out of those 14 punches nine of them were jabs emphasis so i just talked about the total punches uh, uh look looking lomachenko so again i'm not mad if you had it for loma or haney i'm just giving you the numbers only three out of those 12 rounds did lomachenko have a higher land than than haney and only three of them and one of them was the first run where they both landed six punches Okay, now moving on to the next one. Uh, um, this, I mean, sorry, total jabs, total jabs landed. 
in the, the the 14 more punches that Lomachenko landed, nine of them were jabs deeper into it. So for Haney, he landed 20 out of 188, which is only Lomachenko landed 29 out of 250, which is <laughs> so Lomachenko only landed one percent higher than uh, nine more jabs out of 12 of 12 um, jab stats specifically for Loma. Loma percentage of jabs 4 out of the 12 rounds and just to get the first round um, it was he landed one, one the 7th round he landed one more jab the 8th round he landed two more jabs it's the difference between throwing and landing. The landing person, you know. So Loma in jabs landed one percent more than Haney. The third one punches effectiveness. This is the main difference between the amateurs and the pros. It's more the pop, 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 and the pros. You got to have a little bit more, more, um, a little bit more, a big punches, for a lack of a better term. So. Devin Haney landed 90, 90 out of 217 for 40. Lomachenko landed 95 out of 314 for 30. So again, yes, Lomachenko landed more. It was, and the percentage of landing more, like Haney was at 40%, 90. Lomachenko 31 percent 95 for 304 so again you know i like to i like, I like to, to compare other sports oh actually before i get to compare looking more into deeper into that power punch uh that power punch stat line two out of the 12 rounds did lomachenko actually land a higher percentage of 11 and 12 i got it up right here on my left Laptop, eleven and twelve of power punches. The numbers, the, the let's look at these percentages of of power punches, like the the in the percentages of power punches. So the first number I'm going to read is Haney. The second number is going to be first round, forty five percent to twenty eight percent. Second round, forty two thirty four. Fourth round, 60% to 17. Fifth, 29. Sixth round, 58% to 18. 53% to 27. Ninth round, 50% to 25. And then the last two rounds were the only two rounds that Lomachenko advantage of power punches. Um, Against David Haney, the last two rounds, round eleven was forty. That was the round that he, he killed. Everyone thought it was round ten, but it was really round eleven that Lomachenko dominated. And thirty-six to thirty-two, as far as percentages. And again, this is the reason why you needed to score the fight because this round alone kind of messed with my mind when I read it. Because in the post-fight press conference that he took the 12th round off. So 
anybody who said Lomachenko won. He said himself that he took the 12th round off. So, um, but it's crazy, even though the percentage, he landed a higher percentage. Uh, Haney was 9 for 28. Lomachenko was 12 for 33. Um, so, yeah, interesting little stat there. So, again, it's about, are you were you going for the, the busier fighter or the, the more effective puncher? Um, other small stats when it comes to body shots. Anyone, I think anyone who's been involved with boxing, whether you've um, not just competed in the sport, even if you just sparred a couple times or just trained, um, would understand that landing body shots is slightly harder than landing punches to the head in most cases. Because, not that it's harder, but it's more riskier. Sorry, I, let me rephrase that. It's not that it's harder, but it's more riskier. Because when you're throwing to the body, you're leaving your face more exposed because you have to aim lower, even though you're bending your legs, you still have to aim lower, which leaves your face more exposed to for a counter punch. Um, so when it comes to, to, to the body shots, Devin Haney landed 50 body shots compared to Lomachenko's nine, single digits, nine, 50 to nine. Um, so I give a little bit of more work. So when there's close fights, there's little things like this that you look to, to, to make the difference, right? So I just said 15 to nine with body shots. If you're involved with boxing, you know that landing body shots is more riskier. It takes, you take more chance to do that because of the risk that you're taking. And Devin Haney landed 50 of them um, compared to Lomachenko's nine. So I, I gave a little bit more weight to those. In the close rounds, in the close rounds, the marks that the, the, the rounds that I marked as close rounds, which was nine out of the 12 that I marked as close rounds. Um, I forget what I was going with that. But yeah, <laughs> Devin Haney landed a higher percentage of of uh, of those punches in in those close rounds, and it was the effectiveness of his body punches that I believe made the difference um, compared to to Lomachenko's pop pop pop. Loma, uh, Haney came with that boom boom those more thudding punches to the body that are harder that are harder to uh, to to touch from there. I'm using my phone so I can't see if there's anybody in the chat. Let me double check real quick. Anybody in the chat? No, no. Hopefully some people come in the chat. Come with your, like I said, with your scorecard and an explanation. S'il vous plaît. Um, what other things to talk about this fight, man? The 10th round. So there's a lot of controversy about the, the 10th round because apparently the one of the judges, the judge that made it 116 to 112, he gave the 10th round to, to Devin Haney. Everyone's going crazy. I gave the 10th round to Lomachenko, just to be clear. Um, everyone's going crazy over that. But let's let's look at the, the numbers. Let's look at the punch numbers from there. So specifically when it comes to jabs in that 10th round. All right, yeah. So Haney landed zero jabs. Lomachenko, Haney was zero for 11. Lomachenko was three for 25 for 12%. For power punches in the 12th round, 
Devin Haney was five for 14 at 35%. Lomachenko was eight for 24 at 33%. So the total punches, total punches for round 10. Devin Haney, five for 25, 20%. Lomachenko, 11 for 49 at 22%. So again, I, by the numbers... This is total punches landed for round 10. Lomachenko was at 22. Haney was at 20. So it's not crazy. I don't think it's crazy for, for the judge to, to, to give round 10 to, to Haney. Again, me personally, I gave round 10 to Lomachenko. But again, going by the numbers, you can't say it's crazy that the judge gave it to, to Haney. Now, round 11, this is the, the funny thing. The reason why I am specifically bringing up round 10 and 11 because the whole boxing world is, is going crazy over round 10 being scored for Haney by, by one of the judges. I really haven't heard anybody <clears throat> emphasize round 11. I get, sorry, I shouldn't say that. There, there are people that, are, that, are, that have mentioned round 10s and 11. But I guess it's because the referee, the, the official that was scoring the fight gave round, round 10 to Haney is why everyone's really focusing on round 10. Um, it was really round 11. Round 11 was, was Lomachenko's one and only dominant round. It was his one and only dominant round. When it comes to, to total punt to jabs, 8 for 24. Uh, Haney was 1 for 12. Lomachenko was 8 for 24. Haney is at 8%. Lomachenko at 30%. When it comes to power punches... This is where he. This is where really Lomachenko dominated that eleventh round. Haney was only one for sixteen in power punches in that eleventh round at six percent. Lomachenko was twelve for twenty six at forty, almost fifty percent of his power punches was Lomachenko in that uh, in that eleventh round. So that was his most dominant round. Um, and as I said, Lomachenko said himself in the post fight press conference that he 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 felt he was winning so easily that he took. He purposely took round 12 off and gave it to, to Haney, um, which is, like I said, is one of the craziest things that you could do. As, as a fighter, you should never, you, you or the coach, you should never judge your own fights. Shout out to one of my uh, up-and-coming boxers training out of Montreal right now, Kioma. One time when he came back to the corner in one of his matches between rounds, it was a close match, and he came back to the corner and he asked me, he's like, yo, be honest with me. Did you think I won that that round? I looked at him and I said, I'm not the judge. So it doesn't matter. I okay, I can look at you and tell you, yes, I think you won. What if all, all the judges don't think you won? What does it matter what what if I thought you won or not? So my whole point of saying is that don't get caught up judging your own fights. You just for the simple fact, like if you have to ask yourself, like ask your coach if 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 you think if they think that you won or not, you know yourself that it was a close round. So if you know yourself it was a close round, then you have to make that effort to make it more clear to the judges that, uh, that you won it. You got to make, make it way, way more clear. Uh, do we have those, those, uh, those picks from the, from the CompuStat? I got them up here. So, yeah, yeah, hold it, hold this. Uh, here is my official scorecard. Um, and I had to put these numbers in afterwards because I had to watch. I was watching it, the, the the I had to watch the fight on my phone, so I had to write these write the 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 
10-9 scores in between rounds. So I wasn't tallying up the scores in between rounds. Does it go to round 12? Oh, it stops there. I wasn't I wasn't counting up the scores between rounds to make sure that I have it that I had it even at the end. I had no idea. I had no idea what the score was going to be when I when I finished scoring each round. All right. So that last round was Devin Haney's round. If if I didn't give Devin Haney that round, which I didn't know, if I didn't give Devin Haney that round, it would have been 115 to 113 for Lomachenko, is what I would have had it. So it was one round difference, 115 to 113, one round from having it a draw. That's what two of the judges had it. So for everyone to, to say that this is a crazy robbery, like it was one round off from being a draw. Again, going by the numbers, Lomachenko only had one dominating round in the 11th. Other than that, there was no uh, no clear round. Sorry, not that I should say there was no clear round. Let's let's go let, let's go through my specific uh, uh, um, numbers again. So I'll break it down into two halves. Take a sip of my water here. So the first six rounds, I scored it four-two Haney. Four to two with a Haney. Um, rounds three and four, I gave to Lomachenko. Well, let me give you the details of each round. So round one, the first two rounds I gave to Haney. First round, even though I gave the first round to, to Haney, Loma, you can tell that Lomachenko was closing in the distance already. Um, and again, it was definitely a close round because only six punches were, exactly six punches were landed for each fighter. So anybody who's saying one one person clearly won the round, obviously you did not score the fight and you did not research any of the any of the stats. So 10-9 Haney, close round. Second round, 10-9 Haney. Um, I like how he's coming to the head with a jab and bringing that straight cross to the body with his right hand. Rounds three and four I gave to Lomachenko. Lomachenko came more with that pop, 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 but he was doing it a lot more often than uh, than than Devin Haney in that uh, in that third round. Round number four, Loma barely. That was my notes for round number four. Loma barely because it was close. Round five and six, I also marked as close rounds. I gave those rounds to Haney. It was back and forth. And here, yes, I made sure to to put a. A star beside this uh, statistics here. So the punches, the punch stats to round five. For anybody that's trying to say that it was clear, this fight was clear for one fighter or the other. Punch stats to round five. At this point, it was already it was already almost what the end of the fight was, twenty seven to twenty for Haney. At this point, through round five, Haney landed forty nine punches out of one eighty two. That was Haney, landed 49 out of 182. And at this time, Lomachenko landed 44 out of 223. All right? That's how close it was. 27% for Haney, 22% for Lomachenko. Haney throwing a, a little bit less, but landing more. Yeah, that was through the first uh, five rounds. And then, uh, but because those those rounds were close... That's what I mean. Because those rounds were close, and if, and people didn't, most people didn't score it. 
they didn't know. They were just like, yeah, whatever. It's a close fight. And then the second half, let me go through my second half stats now. So from 7 to 12, I have Loma running round 7. Uh, more active, landing more. Still marked as a close round. Round 8, I marked that as a close round for Lomachenko. Round 9, I gave it to Haney. Marked that as a close round. Round 10 and 11, I marked for Lomachenko. And round 12, I marked for Haney. So there you go. There you go. <clears throat> um, again, this is why it's important to score these fights, man, because close fights like this, it's hard to remember in a 40-minute in a match. It's hard to remember what you did. What you, you know, if it's a close, the first half of the fight is close, it's hard to remember how you would have scored it almost 40 minutes ago when, uh, when, when, when the fight first started. I'm not sure how clear these stats are for you guys. But uh, as you can see right here, these are the stats that I was reading off um, from before. So, again, look at the, the top shelf there. Total punches. I said too close. Total punches landed. I have to get close so I can see the numbers myself. The top shelf there, total punches landed. Um, again. Oh, yeah, I forgot to give the comparison to, to other sports. If you play other sports like baseball, whatever, right, you don't. You don't get rewarded for how, how many times or how hard you can swing the bat. You get rewarded for how many times you make contact with the baseball in fair play, not just making contact and it's going foul either. Making clear contact with the ball, not just swinging hard. If you play football, if you're a quarterback, you get rewarded for completion of the pass, not just because you can throw hard and far <laughs> and fast and a lot. Right, you get rewarded for completion of the pass. Well, same thing in boxing. You don't get rewarded for for how fast you can throw your hands. You get rewarded for how fat, how many times you can land your hands on your opponents. So, according to the stats, that's how you have it. That's how you have it. And there you go. I just kept it a short one today. Like I said, man, I just wanted to um, just wanted to do, to, to do a quick show. Um, cause I don't see any other shows out there, boxing shows other than here, right, on, right here on the talk and fight channel, where someone's going to be talking about the, the, the compu box numbers. And by the way, these compu box numbers, this is not just some random website, uh, some random person just throwing some numbers up numbers out there. This is, um, recognized throughout the boxing industry as a, as a reliable source for punch stats for, uh, for about. So there you have it. There you have it. Um, so please encourage you to score, score more fights now. Again, not, you know, not, you don't have to score every, every match. But if it's, a, if it's an anticipated boxing match between two high-level boxers that aren't known for their, uh, their knockout ratios, um, then you should score the fight. That way you don't have – that way when you're coming to arguments with other people, you're not just coming with your random opinion because opinions – Man, opinions can change in any way. Like, facts are facts. You can't change facts. That's why people don't like people like arguing with me because I don't really argue with just my opinion. I can only because the thing with me, if you can tell me something to, to help me change my mind, I'm very open minded. If you can tell me something that's going to make me change my mind, I am, I'm open to it, especially if you're coming with st statistical facts to back up your argument. 
right? I'm open to change, but I mean, you you can't deny you can't deny the numbers here. So with that being said, again, I scored a draw. Not mad if you had Haney winning or Loma winning because it could have went either way by one round. And even with that judge that had it 116-112, everyone's going crazy over 116-112. That's only two rounds from having it a draw. That round 10, if he didn't have round 10, if he if he if he scored round 10 for Lomachenko, the score still would have been 115 to 113. One round off from being a draw. So that's it, man. Go go through the picks one more time, please. The the fight picks. We can go through the fight picks. I did a little bit last time. Um but just to go to the, the you know the rankings again, where where does each boxer go from here? It'll just be two seconds if we can get those picks up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me get the rankings up here. Um, Devin Haney has some choices to make because, but he has to make these choices for him. The, the one thing that I'm hearing on, on all these boxing shows is everyone is telling him that he has to move up to 140. Devin Haney said himself. He knows that all the money, that the big money, not all the money, the, the big money is at, is at 135 pounds, even though he didn't seem like he struggled to make the weight here. Well, I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't really see any signs of him struggling weight in the fight. Usually if, if someone has if someone is struggling to make weight, they'll you know, like you're you're gonna show signs of that in the fight, whether it's fatigue, whether you're slowing down. Devin Devin Haney did not show any signs of slowing down in that fight. He looked like he was sharp the whole time. Um except in that 11th round when Loma put it on. That was the only time that uh, Loma looked dominant. Other than that, it was uh, it was close, close the whole time. So what do each fighter, what are they looking for? Of course, the, the, the big dog is Gervonta Tank Garcia. I mean, sorry, Gervonta Tank Davis. That's the biggest money fight at 135 pounds. I'm not sure if that's going to happen next. Both guys just kick, uh, are coming off of big wins. It might take like a, a, a slightly a slightly le- le- lesser level opponent, just as a little just 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 to get back in the ring before they face another big name again. Um, not sure if Haney's gonna move up, but again, you got uh, Frank Martin who was talking a lot of trash. Frank Martin is an up and coming name. He trains with uh, Derek James and Earl Spence and uh, Jermel Car and Jermel Charlo. Um, Ryan Garcia just joined their camp. Anthony Joshua just joined their camp. I said this the other day, man. I think Derek James, I said this years ago that Derek James, I think, is the best trainer in boxing today with Earl Spence, training Earl Spence since he was a kid. He's had, uh, un, he has undisputed Charlo right now. And there's a reason why uh, Anthony Joshua and Ryan Garcia chose to, to train with him. So, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Derek James. Um, he already took care of Cambosis. Isaac Cruz would be an interesting test for Devin Haney, someone that does not run out of the gas and is coming forward at you the whole time. Jermaine Ortiz would actually very be very interesting. Uh, Michelle Rivera, who who uh, tries to emulate Muhammad Ali with the, his, his shorts and his haircut and everything. I like him. I like his style. He's cool. He's cool. Williams Zapata is a good competitor, too. So, anyways, yeah, there's, there's some dogs. Of course, Shakur Stevenson. That fight won't be happening anytime soon, though, especially because Shakur is still on top rank, even though Devin Haney's a free agent right now. Um, I don't see the Shakur ha- fight happening next, but definitely in the future. Um, I wish Devin Haney would have stayed in the ring when Shakur stepped into the ring after the match. 
apparently what was said as Devin Haney was leaving, Haney looked over at uh, at uh, Shakur and said, I'm number one. And Shakur looked at him and said, not for long. <laughs> so that should be very interesting in a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. There we have it for today. Thank you very much for taking time to, to watch. If you haven't done it yet, do me a favor and please like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done it yet. And tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can catch me on any social media at Cedric Sports. The scorecard. We got to bring your scorecard and an explanation. I will be back. I'm actually going to be in France for two weeks with Team Canada at a training camp with uh, with some other top some of the other top countries there. So that should be very interesting. Um, I'll try to do a show while I'm in France. The seven hour, I think it was five or six hour time difference. So we'll have to figure that out. But um, shout out to the Talking Family, yeah, yeah, Network Talking Fight, the number one boxing channel on YouTube. If you can't catch the show live. You can catch it on any social media platforms. Yeah, talk and fight at Cedric Sports. Peace.